Hallelujah. The blood of the Lamb is saving and keeping power. We're so thankful for that. Amen. Welcome you all this morning. God bless you, each and every one. Appreciate all that have come together to join us and worship in the worship of our God. And God bless those that are joining with us online. Maybe we could start this morning by singing Christ the Transforming Light. I've been thinking about this song for couple of days and just thinking about that the light of God that transforms our lives changes us into his image amen let's sing it together Christ the transforming light touches his heart of
house on the hillside. There's a lighthouse on a hillside that overlooks life sea. When I'm tossed, it sends out a
I just want to thank you, Lord, for letting me hear your word. And I just want to thank you, Lord, for name of the Lord Jesus. Brother Mike Gagne, could I ask you to come and lead us in prayer this morning? We're just thankful to have you back with us this morning. We'll just have one prayer request and just invite the uh, deacons also to come forward to take up the offering this morning. Um, Brother Norm Wood is asking prayer for his wife, Sister Louise. She's been dealing with uh, a lot of acid and indigestion lately and not feeling well today so we just want to remember our sister in prayer just get, keep holding her up in prayer and just also want to remember our brother Raphael also sister uh, Alina I believe her name is um, 
Sorry if I don't have that right. She's gone, passed on to be with the Lord. So just want to remember that in prayer as well. And just the different needs in our midst. Amen. God is faithful. Come on, Brother Mike. God bless you. Our precious, wonderful, heavenly Father. How good it is once again to be in your presence, Lord. Father, we need no excuse to worship you. We need no special day to say thank you. All the great things you've done, oh God. Oh God. Remember well that day we saw your glorious message, saw your glorious word. You came and revealed yourself to us and who we are in Christ Jesus. Christ, the mystery of God revealed in us. What a glorious message. What a glorious message of, of deliverance, Lord. And we thank you from the depths of our heart, oh God. You are worthy of our worship. You are worthy of our praise. You are the almighty God, the great I am. Our loving heavenly Father, our blessed bridegroom, Savior divine. We worship you in spirit and in truth, O God. Thy word is truth. And thy word have we hid in our hearts, Lord, that we sin not against thee. Oh, blessed Lord, look down upon thy people, O oh God. Anoint us, Lord, for thy service, O oh God. Open our eyes, open our hearts, Lord, wider, Lord Jesus. Lord, that you could fill every crack and crevice of our lives, Lord God. May your anointing come down not only upon this flesh, Lord, but down into our very souls, O oh God. Lord, that life would spring forth. Lord, that you, O oh God, would be glorified in your people, O oh God. The purpose you have us here for in this day may be fulfilled, O oh God, through your servants, O oh God. O oh Lord. Holy is your name, Lord Jesus. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. Holy are you, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Our glory to your day.
Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be your name, O oh God. Glory. 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 Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Hallelujah. Hear the cry of your people, O oh God. Rejoicing, praise, and glory. Honor and worship to the blessed Lamb that was slain to redeem a people unto thyself. You promised you'd have a bride without spot or wrinkle. You would present her to yourself, perfect and holy. Here we are, Lord. Here we are. Here we are, Lord, to worship you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. You that own a cattle on a thousand hills. Oh, Lord, our hearts are naked before you, Lord. You know every need in divine presence. Lord, you see the needs before they were penned down. You see them before they entered our hearts and our lips. Lord, you're the one that called us to bring these things before you, Lord. Who else would have an ear but your people for you, Lord God, and you for your people? These needs come to us, Father, because, Lord, there's confidence, Lord. Lord, that we are yours and that you answer, hear and answer prayer for our precious sister Louise, how faithful. Lord, how giving she is, Lord Jesus, and her precious husband, Lord. And we just pray once again, you touch the body, Lord. Many needs amongst us, Lord. Oh, God. We're mindful, Lord, of a one a saint that's passed on, Father. And how grieved the heart must be the husband, Lord, that has lost his wife. And the children, Lord. God, be merciful. God, be their strength, Lord. May your precious Holy Spirit come and comfort their hearts. Wrap your loving arms around them, Lord. May they know they're not alone, Lord Jesus. They stood faithful before you, declaring your word. To those around them, Lord, may you just fall down afresh upon them, Lord, for that comforting, blessed Holy Spirit, Lord. Oh, Lord, swell up on thy heart, praise unto your name. Lord, though he slay me, yet I trust him. 
Oh, God, have thy way there, Lord. Reach down, Lord. Sweetly be in their presence, Lord. We love you, Lord. We thank you for these things we ask you, Lord. And your people have come not only just to give of their finances, which are yours, but they've come to give their hearts, Lord. Lord, that you would fill them once again, oh God. Bless your faithful servant as he comes. It's so, so thankful, Father, that we are able to hear your glorious words, words of life. Commit all in your hands, Father, and the offering may it go to its desired intent, Lord, and may you multiply it to your people. We thank you in Jesus Christ's precious name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can have your seats this morning as you take up the offering. We have a special by Sister Precious. We'll sing... Um, we'll sing... Uh, how great is our God, as Sister Precious will get ready to sing her special. And then we've got a baby dedication right after that. So as soon as uh, Sister Precious is uh, done, we'll have the baby dedication. Amen. Let's just worship the Lord, continue in this atmosphere. I believe our God is pleased to be praised and worshiped on this day of Thanksgiving. We're, we're not uh, limited to one day in the year of Thanksgiving. We give thanks every day. We thank God for His grace and mercy. Amen. Amen. Let's sing this song. The splendor of a King Clothed in majesty All the earth rejoices All the earth rejoices He wraps Himself
church. I just wanted to sing this song. It's a song that we all know. But one of the things I, one of the reasons I was inspired to sing this song is because sometimes in our trials we get lost in it, that we forget the magnificence of God, and that's what Brother Thomas is preaching about. So even if it's a song that you know, um, enter in, listen to the words, and just um, be in God's presence. Thank you. 
down one more time and I'll just invite the Gertzen family up for the baby dedication. Let's sing that together again. Then sings my soul rejoice in the goodness of God. Amen. You may have your seats. God bless you. Well, we have a special component to the service this morning, and it's standing here. How special this is, that the Lord 
in his greatness, gave Brother Phil a son. Huh? And two darling girls that will take care of their little brother. Isn't that special? Christopher Michael Gertzen. Isn't that wonderful, Peter? I'm sure you're thrilled with more grandchildren. The more we get, the happy we are. I know that's a paradox, but that's true. This morning, we're going to dedicate Christopher Michael Gertzen. And I did, a, I did a something different, Brother Phil. I did something different. Not only did I, I look, Katie, for the definitions of which you gave me, which was wonderful, but you never gave me what Gertzen made name was made or meaning. So I'm going to, I'm just going to follow it along. Is that okay? We're going to, he, he's a bouncing baby boy. Christopher, Christopher, it's composed of two Greek elements, two, two Greek words. Christ and Pharaoh to carry, to bear the name of Jesus. What a tremendous Christopher to bear the blood, to bear the Lord. Michael, who is like unto God, which is a gift from God. And I'm sure everybody has looked up the word Gertzen. I don't even know whether Grandpa knows what Gertzen means. But I looked it up. And I thought, how fitting the name goes with the name. A Christ bearer. A blood bearer. Like unto God. And then Gertzen means a contender to be born again. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> That's exactly what I did in my study. I go, wow. Man, to have a last name mean to be born again, a contender for the new birth. What a name. What a name to live by. Christ, our sin bearer, Brother Branham said, Christ, our sin bearer, bearing the sins of the world. What a name. Christopher. What was it? Brother Branham said, the Son of God, 1900 and something years ago, this afternoon, he was led from prison and taken to the judgment seat to the hall of scourging. From there to Golgotha, he went up the hill. And Simon the Cyrene, helping him bear the cross, and there died on the, died on the rock of ages with his blood beating out of his body, stripped. And the prophet said, Hallelujah, a Christ bearer, bearing the blood. When a man is washed in the blood of the Lamb, he don't need music. He don't need nothing else. He's got the power of God that works upon him. That's what we want for Christopher. The power of God to rest on him. That he can shout, scream, and praise God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And be musical, of course, in that. <laughs> that upon him... He could shout, scream, praise God, or do anything else, whether there's music or not. And I'm sure there's be music in the home. And now you have a trio. <laughs> when a man is washed in the blood, he can scream and praise God, no matter if there's music or not, Brother Phil. 
Brother Branham said here, he's coming for a church that's been reborn again. Gertzen. A contender, contender for the new birth. May God's blessing be upon this son of yours, upon your family, bearing forth the blood of the lamb. Tim, I thought you were having a special, but we'll get it next week. My goodness. Hi, darling. My sweetheart. Yeah. My daddy's here. Let's pray. Oh, love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong. I'm bearing in my arms a gift that you've given to Brother Phil and Sister Katie Gertzen, this darling little boy, Christopher Michael. Lord Jesus, I'm praying that your grace will ever be upon his life. That, Father, as the prophet said, whether there be music or not, and I'm sure there will be much music, but may he praise you, shout the praises of Jesus, and be that bearer of the blood. May he hold it, Lord, deep within his heart and know you in the power of your resurrection. May the grace of God rest upon his life. May the hand of God ever watch over him, and may the blessing of God ever lead him. Lord, we dedicate our precious little bundle of life, Christopher Michael, back to you, praying that your grace will ever be upon his life, using him, if God, you should tarry, using him for the kingdom of God. Bless him now. Bless this family. We love them, Lord. They've been such a strength to this little church. We just pray that your grace will ever settle upon them too. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Brother Phil. What a darling. Sister Katie. Girls, we cannot forget you. God bless you, honey. Amen. How great is our God. Well, that's it. No more special. Wonderful, special, wonderful prayer, Brother Michael. Wonderful presence of God this morning. And we greet you all in the precious name of Jesus Christ. How great, how great, let's stand, is our God. Oh, sing with me, how
our heads in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we have sung the songs of Zion. Sister Precious sang one of my most favorite songs, Lord. Brother Michael has brought the people into the presence of the Lord Jesus by his prayer. And we are thankful, Lord, that you said wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there you will be in their midst. So we will not fail to give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. Thankful for your grace in this little dedication service, Lord. Darling family, we just pray, Lord, that they would be a reflection of your glory and grace. But now, Lord, we're turning to the word. And we're asking God that you will take that word and make it alive within the hearts of your children. We don't want dead letter. Lord, it'll kill the people. We want a living Savior. Come out of the pages and make the book live, Lord, to each and every one of us. Children that need you. Children that know the power of God. Children that need to be filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. Lord, I just pray, God, you'll move amongst us by your word. Meet every need. Brother Tim Dodd at home, not well, but feeling better. We pray, Lord, that you'll strengthen him. Pray, God, that you, by your grace, will strengthen each and every one. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. With your Bibles, let's turn, please, to Genesis chapter 1. That was the only place when I first came to Bible Way that I knew where the Scripture was. I just had to open my Bible and found Genesis 1. So we want to greet you all, all the visitors and all that are on the internet. We never want to fail to, to give you our appreciation by joining with us. Many that have, are on the internet give towards this church to further the gospel. And for that we're eternally indebted and we thank God for you and for your gifts towards this little church. Next Sunday, I'll be away. I'll be at Brother Ray Erickson's, Brother Dwayne Lawson. I'll be at their church ministering. Brother Tim Dodd's going to be back, and he's going to do uh, focus on missions. And I'm sure that'll be a wonderful service. I wanted to be here for that. So I said, well, let's go the next weekend. And he said, well, I'll be with Brother Combo, with Brother Murphy. I said, oh, okay, well, let's do the next weekend. Then I'm gone to Philippines. So we just, this end of the year is a very busy time, and And I know it will be very special. I love the missions reports. We must remember Brother Raphael. Sister Eileen has gone home to be with the Lord. We've prayed. They've prayed much. We've prayed much in the the prayer meetings, believing for whatever God had, had designed in his great mind what would be. And Brother Raphael is thankful for your prayers. And, uh, hey, she's in a better place. She's in a better place. So, but... Nevertheless, the loss of a wife and a mother. We must remember Brother Raphael and the children, if you don't mind. Genesis chapter 1. The Bible says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. Was without, and was, I'm sorry, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Let's pray one more time. Father, we're asking that you would move 
upon our lives today. Same Spirit of God, move upon the hearts of your children. Move us into channels we have not known, to depths we have not tasted, to heights we long for. Move us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You may have your seats. Well, as we've been speaking, and I told you we would have 250 parts, so I'm part two. I have 248 to go. There is no way, even if you put a number on it, whether it be 250, 500, 1,000, that you could ever exhaust the magnificence of the power of God. You, you couldn't exhaust it, and you never will. Because they don't even have one word that just expresses in the Greek power. In fact, there's four words that they use for power, and they're all incredible. And yet, the English language is so stark. Is that, would that be right? It's lame. <laughs> uh, you know, the expression and how you'd love to express your heart and, and even when you pen down a greetings or a love to a loved one, uh, words fail me. I'm not, and I'm not Shakespeare, and, and yet Shakespeare was able to f- create um, poems and things, but even at that at best, it's just words. But when you get into the realms of God, you can't express the magnificence of his presence and his power, and what he achieves, Brother Todd. Just hard to express the goodness and the grace of God. So this morning on this part, I'd like to labor, or not labor as such, but labor on the point, the power of redemption in the magnificence of God's presence. Brother Branham actually preaches a message called Redemption by Power. And so then if, if we look at how God does anything, he does it by the power of his word. Can you imagine the power of let there be? Just the power of let there be. And there was. That is a God of power. That is not a meek statement. That is a statement of power. And yet in meekness, there's power. So it it, it doesn't matter how you express the power of God. It's incredibly um, extensive in its definition. So if I fail... In it, that's why I need a lot of services for it. Just to maybe give you a glimpse of the power of God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and was void. And darkness was upon the face of the earth. And the Spirit of God moved upon its face of the waters. And then God said, as he started his creation, let there be light, 
and there was light, and whatever God did, it was good. So his power went out, creation started to form, and in God's mind, when it was formed, it was good. And so then we understand then the, the level of botany life, sea life. Then finally we come to human life. But in verse 10 of Genesis 1, there was, God separated the land of the sea. It was good. Verse 12, he had the grass and herb yielding seed. And he said, it was good. And verse 18, it was good. And verse 21, it was good. So in the power of his word, it's good. So when you see you sitting around one another, I want you to see the power of God, left, right, front, back, it's good. Because the same God that moved over the earth that was void and without form, he transformed them into goodness. And so now I'm looking around a room of the goodness of God. And it was when he got to man, he finally said it was very good. Brother Bram said in the message, God's power to perform, as we speak on power. He said, I was thinking this morning in Genesis 1, the world was without form, it was void, darkness was upon the earth, nothing but a complete chaos. Nothing but a complete chaos. And when the world was in the condition, the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and the whole picture changed. Now, I'm talking about this terra firma earth, but I do want you to look at the dust that is next to you. Now that you think that you're really high and mighty, you're only dust. So he says, now, look at the picture, how it changed, Sister Tracy. How when the Spirit of God moved over the wongs, changed it from chaos to beauty. So when you look within your lives, I don't care what situation you were in, you were chaotic. And Satan had created a chaos within your life. But it took the Spirit of God. Now just remember, saints, just remember. Laodicea had him on the outside. So that was why you could not be changed. But God had a prophet to introduce that Christ that can move over your waters to transform your picture from chaos to an Eden beauty once again. It had nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with Jesus Christ. Your goodness, you have no goodness. You're chaotic. Your minds were chaotic. Your desires were chaotic. But God, rich in mercy, sent this message. You might as well rejoice because without this message, you are chaotic. Jesus of what? 2,000 years ago? 
Jesus of Luther's day, Jesus of Wesley's day, Jesus of Pentecost, when the prophet said it, Ichabod, the glory of God has left the church. And God backs up his word. And so then the glory of God was looking upon your chaotic earth and said, I'll transform you. And it doesn't stop because God didn't stop in his creation. Come on, stick with me. Once God starts to re-transform you, he's not going to stop the picture. It's going to be developed. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Hallelujah. And it's not just this earth. It's that earth. And I saw a new Margaret. I saw a new Nathaniel. I saw a new Michael. I saw a new Tom Ray. Hallelujah. Listen, in this church, you're not going to get smoke and mirrors. You're not going to get a rock band. No, sir. You're going to get the word of God, and it's unfolding. I'm not going to preach about 1965 and 1963 and talk about the good old days. I'm going to talk about the good new day because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That God was with that prophet is a God that's with his bride. Hallelujah. So the picture of your life is being changed, isn't it, Gabriel? Huh? Man, you came in here, Mr. Cool, come and collected, just coming to a baby dedication. But you made the right decision. He was going to go to a bachelor party. He said, I could go to a bachelor party or I could come to my nephew's dedication. He made the right choice. Let me say to you this morning that aren't born again, you made the right choice to come into the presence of God. Amen. It will change your life from chaos to beauty. That attribute of God is never diminished. God's attributes are manifested as we've sung over the years. But when God's attribute starts to be displayed, it's just showing us there's more to be displayed. So if he's changed your life, he will continue to change your life. He will continue to bring you from chaos to beauty, from a total chaos to a garden of Eden. Amen. That's the transforming power of God. That can take something that's nothing and make something wonderful out of it. And we, I mean, we travel the world. People do. They they travel Canada to see the Niagara Falls. And they say, oh, that's magnificent. Failing to see one another. You're magnificent. Water that's falling over a rock. They're at awe. Really? A palm tree in the wind. Wow, it's so wonderful. Really? And we say, that's beautiful. But I want to tell you, you're beautiful. 
You're may, way more beautiful than some eucalyptus tree. Palm tree? Hmm? You're better than Niagara Falls. Whatever wonder the world is at, you're more wonderful. <laughs> Take that one, devil. He tried to mess your life up. But God, rich in mercy, laid a seat in that earth. And every seat will bring forth of its kind. Amen. I'm a seed of God. Has to bring forth the life of God. And saints, I'm not sorry for it. I'm sure I went, you know, the corn stalks in the field. I never heard them screaming, I'm sorry, I'm a piece of corn. They can't speak anyway. But that's what they are. And look at you. God just put a seed of God in you. But there should, as, as Brother Michael prayed, if we don't praise him, the rocks will cry out. So if rocks can cry out, can't you think? Yeah. If you were at a rodeo and a bucking bronco was going, what would you go? But this is better than a bucking bronco. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Much, much, much better. Because God is changing your chaotic life to a thing of beauty. It's God's magnificent transforming power. That's taking something that was nothing and making it into something. That's something. Can you imagine? Look at what Satan has thrown at Laodicea. Look at the, look at the uh, glitter of Satan's Eden, whether it be in the, in the clubbing life. There, yeah, have you ever seen a club? I haven't only seen it by picture. Don't worry. I've, I, whatever I was in was the dark ages. It's pathetic to see a bunch of people looking like idiots jumping around like a bunch of kangaroos to music that is crazy and they have to have a drink to make themselves feel non-foolish. I guess that's why they drink. But saints of God, if it wasn't for the mercy of God, thus we would be. So God knows how to take the chaos of everything that he's thrown at us, thrown at you. I don't care whether it's media in the form of whatever format you want to discuss. It will not grip a seed of God. Ah, the dark ages. Let me speak about him. Romeo and Juliet. When it came out in 1970, 1970? Our school, our English classroom, our teacher said, we must go see Romeo and Juliet. It's just a new production. And the world flocked, and a lot of you are looking at me like, really, Tom? I don't even know what you're talking about. That's good. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. But now they have pictures that come out and everybody's got to see the first picture and they got these Star Wars. Do you know it's all phony? 
<laughs> right? It's all computer-generated nonsense. And everybody gets caught up into the nonsense of it. And they make billions of dollars on nonsense. But then when God does something magnificent, they want to throw you to the dust. But the dust I came into glory I go. Yep, chaos. You're in the chaos of sin. For Brother Bram says we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. The innocent for the guilty. To be the propitiation for our sins. To reconcile us back to God. When we were lost and undone without God or His Son. From the Garden of Eden. From the transgression of our fathers. Who brought us into the chaos of sin. For by one man's sin caused the whole world to go into chaos. But by one man's victorious. Just wait. We'll get there. Don't want to get ahead of myself. So from chaos. Brother Bram said from the fall in the garden. To Christ. The world was in a chaotic form. And Brother Bram said then chaos came again at the time of Jesus day. And the world laid in a kind of a fix. But the Spirit of God moved upon a seed predestinated and transformed Isaiah's prophecy. Remember now, the seed was always laying there. So God said that the, the woman's seed will crush the head of the serpent. Once that word seed was spoken, it had to find a dirt for it to lodge into. And then Isaiah picks up that prophecy and says, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, his name shall be called Wonderful Prince of Peace. And so now the word is magnified. And then the word said, a virgin shall conceive. And that word was starting to be molded. But Brother Branham said, there had to be someone that that seed would fall into. To take the chaos, what Satan has created, and turn it back into Eden again. So the spoken word or that prophecy was spoken and it became seed. Seed. And he spoke it seed. And it went a thousand years, but that seed still laid there. Another thousand years, that seed still laid there, but it was still spoken. And God's word is pregnated with life. Come on, stick with me. Every word of God is pregnated. With life. It doesn't matter how long that seed lays in the dirt. It's going to come forth. So then there came a virgin. And her name was Mary. And Brother Bram said in things there are to be. There was a womb waiting for that seed. And if it did it in Mary's day. It will do it in your day. Because there's a church 
victorious. Spoken word. Seed. She'll be without what? Spot. She'll be blameless. She'll be washed by the water of the word. He will provide it. He's the provider. He's Jehovah Jireh. He provided the power in the seeds. But he provided a womb for that seed to fall into. And I want you to rejoice this morning because Mary was a womb for the word and you are a womb for the word. Sorry for getting loud. But that's unfortunately a part of me. Bring it down. So God's word is seed. And in God's word, seed is life. And we see that by the parables of Christ Jesus, there's thorny ground, rocky ground, wayside ground. Which ground are you? I would say the last one I've missed out is the good ground. Brother Bram said that good ground was prepared ground. No different than Mary was prepared. You were prepared for this message to lodge in your heart to paint the chaos. People think they're having a good time having a a six-pack of beer. Hey, have a beer. Like, what is that going to do to you? One minute they read an article, one, one drink a day now destroys your brain cells, liver, kidney. That, you know, all their studies. And Satan just throws that into their face. But when you got saved, there's going to be a creation called a new creation. <laughs> Takes away all the desires of the flesh. Hmm? And gives you a new desire. Because remember, Eve was under prophecy. Your desire shall be to your husband. And that's the problem today. It's the husband's desire to their wives. I got a right. I got a uh uh-huh. I did not get one amen. Are you scared, brothers? The wife's desire is to her husband. And look how delayed he has watered that one down. Well, man, I'll have all the women's living rights people in, our, in the congregation in the next, next week. What are you talking about? We're co-equal. <laughs> Did you have something to say, Joe Kim, so that you can go to jail with me? <laughs> so Satan has so perverted the thinking of mankind. So then for the womb to receive the seed... God had to send a message, which, which was the unveiling of God, to say, let this mind that was in Christ be in you. So the womb had to be prepared for the seed to drop in and close itself up. And we cannot take any seed outside of the message. That's my message. Let's stand and pray. Closed up. 
We can only bring forth that which already has now been conceived. We will bring forth the very life of Jesus Christ. That's why the prophet said, you'll walk like him. You'll talk like him. You'll act like him. You'll speak like him. Mm -hmm. He'll take the chaos out of your life. He sent back the spirit to move over the earth when Jesus hung on the cross and that spear poked or ran into his side. The blood and spirit was released and God was in now the makings of a new creation. Brother Bram said, things that are to be, finally, those words of the prophets or the words of God anchored into the womb of a virgin, she conceived and brought forth Emmanuel. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and name shall be called Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father. That has to be that way because God spoke it through the mouth of his prophets. Now just, I want you to get that now. He spoke it through the mouth of his prophets. It was thus saith the Lord. It was not thus saith the prophets. He spoke it through his prophets. All the words of God has to be fulfilled. Things that are to be again. The last commission to the church, going all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. If they take up serpents or drink deadly things, it will not harm them. Now tell me, where does COVID come into this? And people are afraid of a needle. Brother Bram said, I'll render under Caesar what is Caesar. And he had to go and he got shots to go into Africa. If he hadn't got the shot, because he says it's the law. It's the law. What kind of, what kind of, what kind of bride would there be in Africa if a prophet hadn't stepped on those shores? Nothing, saints of God. No weapon formed against me. Can you say amen to that? No weapon that Satan could design can harm me. Ah. You say, Brother Tom, that's your take it. No, that's the scripture. That's scripture. He said, now Jesus said, remember. He said, that has to be. He wouldn't have said it lest there would somebody, lest somebody would catch the word. So God wouldn't send his words through the prophets if there was nobody to catch it. But because he spoke the word through the prophets, there had to be dirt, earth, that was in chaos to be able to take the seed in And watch that transforming power. Not being conformed to this world, but being transformed by the power 
of that seed life in you. Remember, Brother Bram said, remember, Jesus would never have said that. It has to be because he wouldn't have said that lest there was going to be somebody that would catch that word. And Sister Rebecca, God bless you, dear. Your anniversary today, I think. Happy anniversary from the pulpit. Somebody had to catch that word. Your daddy caught that word. You caught that word. The prayer group got that word. The church caught that word. And the doctors were saying, he's going to die. It's shutting down. But where is he today? He's at home. Praise him. Praise him. Why? Because God sent out a message. God sent out a word. And there would be people that catch the word by his stripes. I am healed. Send it out, Sister Rachel. He sent it out, Milko. He sent it out. God's going to water that EBA. He's going to water that word. Sister Judy, he's going to water it and water it and water it. Because you're God's earth. There's going to be an Eden beauty again. Hallelujah. Jesus would never have said that they could cast out devils, speak with new tongues, pick up serpents, drink deadly things, and it won't harm them unless there would be a people that actually believe that. So then in Mary, she had a receiving set to take that prophesied word into her heart and say, let it be unto me according to your message. Amen. If I can get the people to believe. Come on. Nothing. I want you to say nothing. Nothing will stand against my prayers. But what was the key? Believe. Do you believe? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing what? The word of God. We believe the word of God. Jesus loved you so much. Satan came into the garden and crept in that serpent. He caught Eve. He got Adam's bride. And he pregnated her with a seed of perversion. In God's Eden. But let me tell you, in Satan's Eden, God's come down. And he's given now this bride. Amen. His seed. To destroy Satan, Eden. This message, this seed is going to destroy the grip of Satan in every area of your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, brothers on, we were talking, I think it was this week or last week. What's your title going to be? I was going to title this message, The Special of the Day. Because we've been going down to this little restaurant, and, and they always have a special on as you go in the door. Special. I said, oh, that's what I'm going to preach on. The special of the day. Defeat the devil. 
beat the devil. Destroy the devil. How are you going to do it? By the word of God. Why? Because there was ground that was now going to take the seed. And it's got transforming power within it. And it's not the seed of man. It's the seed of God. Remember, the prophet said, Sister Korah, God's word, God's word is the only thing that will bring light. Amen. God's word is the only thing that will bring light. And in the evening time, there shall be, why? Spoken by a prophet. Huh? Grows darkness the land, grows darkness the people, but arise and shine. Why? Because your light has come. To drive away all darkness within your life. To quicken the seed that is in your earth. To bring forth the very life of Jesus Christ. This is your Easter. Easter is not just a moment. It is an event. We say, well, Easter. Easter time. Saints, I've been living in Easter. And what a resurrection this is, the prophet said in the rising of the sun. I'm living in the resurrection. I don't know what you're waiting for, but I'm already in it. I know what Tom Ray was, and I know what I am today. And I know what I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Why? The quickening power of the Word of God changes and transforms me. Amen. The Word of God is the only thing that brings the light. So then with the water of His presence and the light of His Word, it can bring forth a bumper crop at harvest time. The world is screaming, screaming for water. Lakes are dried up. Rivers are dried up. But there's a fountain that's not dried up. And that fountain was opened in the house of David. As same as that rock followed the children of Israel. That same rock is here this morning. And you're not going to have a dried up barren land. You're going to be fertile. You're going to be a bumper crop. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Amen. What a resurrection. The light struck the earth. The Holy Spirit started to move. It started to bring light to the seeds that are God's, that were in the foreknowledge of God. The light will come to his seed. You talk about perfect. The light who Christ is only ignites his seed. And that's why he could say the resurrection has come by your way. As they preached on not too long ago. It wasn't Ken Ardeal. It was the resurrection in Ken Ardeal. It wasn't Murphy Wong. It was the resurrection in Murphy Wong. It was the resurrected word that went to China. It wasn't a dead letter. It was a resurrected message. He's alive. And the light came and the water came. And the seeds that were in the foreknowledge of God in the earth brought forth life.
He knows where his spiritual seed are, Jay. Morning. He knows where his predestinated seed are. And there's no devil, no circumstance, no situation that's going to stop that seed from bringing forth. Brother Bram talked about the concrete. Michael preached on the concrete. It doesn't matter if that seed's underneath there. It's going to break a boulder. It's going to break concrete. It's going to break the devil. He can pour concrete upon concrete upon concrete. But that seed, if it's energized by the presence of God, look out, concrete. You're cracking. And I want to say this morning, Satan, you're cracking. You're cracking. Amen. We're coming up, saints of God. Well, Tom, what would you do? What? The cron- concrete of lies or concrete of complexion. Concrete. What do you want to say? You, you could preach on that and go and labor on that and say, well, that concrete has been taken over my life. I'll tell you what. If you got the transforming power of God in you, there's not an, I don't care if it's five stories high. And you say, well, that's ridiculous. Well, God transformed the world. What are you? You're only a little piece of dust. I don't mean, I'm not demeaning you. I'm not demeaning you as calling you dust, but you are. <laughs> what did Brother Briscoe say years ago? You're a little piece of dust, huh? wiggling on this ball called earth. I thought that was amazing. I probably, that's got to be a, a 20 year old expression. I don't know. But when that thought, yeah, I'm just nothing, man. I'm just a little piece of dust. But I'm a piece of dust that's got a predestinated seat. Uh huh. I'm not a, a rock that has no life in it. I, I've got earth. And in my earth is a predestinated seat. Amen. She knows who she is. Why? I wasn't what I was yesterday. I wasn't what I was 40 years ago. Who transformed me? You? Brother Biscal? Man? Power of God. Same one that moved over the earth that created and Eden is creating new, a new body. Now remember, that was written by Paul to Thessalonians. And the Lord himself shall descend. And then Paul says in Corinthians, he said, Let me show you a mystery. We shall not we, we shall not all die, but we shall all be changed. That was word going out. And there had to be dirt. Womb. To catch it. And my prayer is that you catch it. Because with the way things are happening and going on now, uh, you, know, you know, people say, aren't you worried about what's going on? No. Russia wants to nuke. Let them nuke. And people say, you crazy? Listen, I got a prophet that spoke the word already. And it lodged in my mind to the womb of my soul and said, before one bomb drops, hallelujah, we are gone. Hallelujah. So this chaos started, Brother Bram talked about, through Romans 5, 17, by one man's offense, death reigned by one. But much more, 
they which received the abundance of grace of the gift of righteousness shall reign in the life by one Jesus Christ. And Colossians 1 and 13 says, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. Remember I preached on two lions years ago. You've got the lion of the tribe of Judah and Satan goes about as a roaring lion. Remember, Satan has not got an original thought. Do you remember that? Satan doesn't have, he can copy, but that's all he can do. But then a prophet turns around and says, that lion only has no teeth. But the lion of the tribe of Judah, remember, Brother Paul, remember preaching on it? He said, the roar, the roar of the lion was territorial. So that whoever heard the roar knew that that lion was supreme. Let me tell you, when the lion of the tribe of Judah roared, it didn't stay in a certain area. It went around the world. And he said, my seed are my territory. And no devil without teeth are going to get him. So he hath delivered us, Colossians 1.13 said, from the power of darkness and has translated us into what? The kingdom. But now, so Brother Bram didn't just stop there when he was quoting that. He said, not just the kingdom, but the kingdom reign. So he's translated us into a kingdom reign. To reign means you have supreme authority. And Brother Jean preached on the supreme authority. But if you're sitting with him in his throne, you have the same authority. Come on. Come on, saints. We're not going to preach you a little little story here. I'm going to try and bring you by the grace of God into the very mind of God. He's trying to bring us to that dominion reign or that kingdom reign. So now he's changed your dirt from darkness to light to bring you as sons of God. And Brother Bram said only sons and daughters of God can come into that kingdom of heavenly places. But in that realm, you have reigning power. The reign of his dear son. The power of his dear son. Right now... What does that mean, Brother Murphy, in Chinese? Right now. Senzia? No? Say it again. That's what it says. <laughs> right now. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Not next month. Here's your prophet now speaking the word. Remember, was spoken throughout thousands of years. Came and lodged in the womb of Mary. Now a prophet in this generation is telling you, you have kingdom reign right now. Kingdom reign. Right now we reign. Right now. And this is why you hear me all the time. If you've got a situation in your life, you speak it. Right now. Right now. You say, I, I believe for my husband. Right now. 
I believe for my wife right now. I believe for my children right now. Hallelujah. Right now. Hallelujah. Why wait for tomorrow? Right now. You want to be born again? Right now. Now is now. I preached on it. Now is now. Now is now. Now is now. Come on. Come on. You walk out those doors is now. Right now. Right now, Milko. Right now. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? What would this church do right now? Milka walked out of that wheelchair. I'm believing for right now. Why not right now? They say, well, uh, the doctors say this. I don't care what no doctor said. My friend said Tom Ray will never get saved. Tom Ray can never do that. In fact, a preacher that was assisting Brother Ed at the time said, forget Tom Ray. He's not seed. I like those kind of things. I like to prove to the devil Amen. the devil's a liar. Amen. Right now. Huh? Remember the garden, Sister Judith. Remember the garden? Our garden? Right? The, the, the onions come up first, the lettuce comes up, the radishes come up, right? You're just a squash. It comes at the end of the season. Squashes. Some of you have been Brussels sprouts. And you'll have that tomorrow. <laughs> but God's planted his garden and some up, come up quicker than others. Come a little slower than others. I, you know, I, you know I, our, uh, down by our house, there's this great huge field. And they planted corn like at the end of July. I said, what are they doing? What are they doing? Planting at the end of July, August. I grew up in Chilliwack. Chilliwack corn. For those that lived in the valley, used to be a thing. Twelve cobs for a dollar. Now it's a dollar a cob. <laughs> Don't tell me things are getting better. Huh? I go, what on earth are they doing? Planning. How did I know that we we're going to have this kind of weather? Listen, I don't care what storms come your way. I don't care what, uh, what hail, sleet, storm, whatever, wind, hurricane comes your way. Nothing is going to destroy the garden of God. I remember Joanne and I first got married. We bought our house from Brother Gill. They had a nice garden, so we thought, hey, we're going to have a garden. <laughs> we went away for two weeks, and the weeds overran the garden. But you know what? I didn't even have the time to deal with it. I said, go ahead, weeds, have at it. But then I th here I am, 47 years ago, years down the road, and I'm thinking, are you crazy, Tom? You should have ripped out every one of those weeds. That's what you've been doing for how many years now? Huh? I'm not going to let no weed grow in your garden. I'm going to get the hoe out. I'm going to get the sword of the word out. And we're going to... Hey, did you notice that weeds grow better than seed? Have you noticed that? Man, my grass is dead, but the weeds are green. Figure that out. It's mind-boggling. I say, you're a weed. 
But somehow a weed gets in there. And that's what we don't want in our lives. A weed start to get there. And all of a sudden it will outgrow. And it'll, it'll challenge the original seed. But if you keep pruning by the word. Amen. 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 Start digging up those dirty weeds. You'll see a bumper crop take place in your life. Ephesians, as we spoke on last week. Oh, no, before I get there, I love this scripture. I failed to preach on it last week. I wanted to end with it, but I'll get it in the middle here today. Psalms 18 and 32, the God who girds me with strength. That strength is power. The God that girds me or strengthens me with his power makes me blameless. Now that was David speaking in the Psalms. But that was God's word. And that word was spoken. And there had to be a people that can take that word and say, now that word, it's God who gives me strength. And that God that gives me strength calls me blameless. So why are you going about blaming each other? As Brother Biscoe preached on the blame game. It's your fault. Well, how about if I do this right now? I'll take all the fault. So if you don't blame your wife, your children, the deacons, trustees, any one of the misters, I'll take your blame. And I'll take that blame and I'll say, Lord, forgive me. Would you cover me in the blood of the Lamb? Now there's no blame. Brother Bram said, it is the blood of Jesus Christ that takes away all blame. So now there's no blame here. Now I should be saying, seeing about three or four hundred smiles. Thank you. So now this God that gives us strength, this God that's given us a power, this God that's given us his own life, is now driving us forward into the promises of God. And that's why Paul picks it up in Ephesians and says, what is this exceeding greatness of his power to usward? Who believe according to the workings of his mighty power. If you use the word power, that's why I say there's not enough, enough messages, there's not enough time, there's not enough services to preach on the power of God. Where then if you look up into the Greek, Michael, it says it's not just power. It's the super excellence, sublime, overcoming, triumphant greatness of his power. <laughs> you know, I, you, I know you'll have to play the tape or you either write it down or try to uh, memorize that. But the power of God towards us is super excellent. It's sublime. It's overcoming. It's triumphant power. So that... You have now have experienced the immeasurable, unlimited, surpassing greatness of his active spiritual power. Oh, it just goes on and on. It's all power, power, power. It was the power of God over Eden. It's the power of God over you. It's the devil lying to you. I would say, well, Brother Tom, you preach on error. The brothers have preached on it. It's a time. Listen. I was watching Joanne. She's preparing for a Thanksgiving dinner. 
nobody that I know in my household is going to say, Mom, you've cooked a ham for 40 years. What are you thinking? Don't we want something different? Every time we have a ham, they go, Mmm, I love ham. Now, if you don't like ham and you're, uh, you know, different religion, well, <laughs> plug your ears. <laughs> I love ham. I'm so tired of having ham on Thanksgiving. I have ham, 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 ham. I'm so tired of hearing you preach, 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 preach. Well, I'm so tired of hear- seeing a guy shoot a puck and go in the net. But you'll pay $300 to go watch it. Yeah. I'm so tired of seeing a football getting thrown down. The, how many times do they throw this down and the 80,000 people rise to their feet and go, ah. Is that crazy? That's really crazy. And then when we preach the word of God of the exceeding abundant greatness of God that's taken your dirt and made it an Eden. There should be a people that say, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Broke the grip of Satan. Listen, if you're drinking here, let me tell you something. Brother Bram said, in every bottle is a spirit of adultery. Fornication. Uh-huh. That's right. So that's why on the bottle it's called spirits. Spirits. And you drink, and you'll find out you'll do things you shouldn't be doing. But if you drink of this water, you drink of this spirit, I'll tell you, you'll do things you've never done before. You'll put the devil under your foot. You'll have victory in your life. You'll have joy unspeakable. Satan is a perverter. And we are not like other churches. We aren't dead. We are alive. He's risen. And he lives in me. So if he lives in me, there must be life. I think I said it before. When I was in business, we were doing, I was selling out nine stores in Winnipeg. And Brother Mike Hunt came out there to help me. And we were out there doing it. And Mike says to me, hey, they, uh, the Winnipeg Jets are playing today. Winnipeg Jets. Anybody know what the Winnipeg Jets? They're not even here anymore. It's a hockey team. And he says, you want to come? No, I said, I'm not. If they're not a Canuck, I'm nothing. <laughs> I, I'm just, no, I take that back. So I said, well, why would I? I don't even know the guys on the team. How would I even raw for them? Because I'm a rawer. Raw, raw, raw. So... Mike says, I, I bought the tickets anyways. We're going to go. You're going to sit with me in the nosebleed section. Can't hardly see the dot on the ice, let alone the numbers on their back. And so, you know, I'm sitting there. And I said, I'm not going to say nothing, man. I'm just going to sit here and be a bump on the log. I'm going to say nothing. Then all of a sudden, the team that was against the place where we were at, Winnipeg, scored a goal. You know, what are they doing that for? <laughs> I'm in Winnipeg. Come on, Winnipeg. Come on, heavenly places. Huh? I'm not in Laodicea. I'm in heavenly places. Come on, preacher. Preach to us. Get the devil on the run. Take the word of God. Demolish him. And but I don't even know the team. 
By the time I'm in the third period, I'm standing on my feet. Come on, boys! Hmm? Why? Because Brother Bram says, you get in the spirit of the game. Paul says, if you walk, walk in the spirit. If you pray, pray in the spirit. Come on. If you go to church, go in the church in the spirit. If you preach, preach in the spirit. Get out of your gold room. Let's worship God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. It's like I was ending the service last week. The special, I got special note here. Paul was not just saying to the believer that you're going to get power, but you already have the power. Amen. So look up the word power. I'll, I'll, I'll challenge you. It can, look up the word power. It's a good, a good Bible study for you. It can be energia. It could be exousia. It could be kratos. Or it could be dunamis. There's all these different powers. But the one that Paul is speaking about here is energia. And the energia is the power of the resurrection. And it was the resurrected power that raised you up out of this Laodicean age and broke the hold of Satan to bring you into a full resurrection. So you say, well, I'm waiting for a resurrection. I'm telling you by the word of God, you've already been resurrected. Brother Bram said in the Easter seal, your soul has already been resurrected. All you're waiting for is your body to catch up to your soul. So it's not just a quote from Brother Branham or a quote from this or a quote from that. It's catching the thought of God through the prophet. Every word the prophet said in the Bible is God's thought laying in seed form. Every word in the Bible is God's thought laying in seed form. So the seed of God has to pregnate some womb as it did Mary. As it will you. If received in the human being, spoken by the thought of God, it will materialize and come to pass. See what I mean? How powerful could the church be? The Bible said, let this mind that was in Christ be in you. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now your thoughts, if they could just be expressed. So Brother Branham, and this is the kernel and the genesis of this thought of these messages that will be coming. But the Brahmin said in the deity of Jesus Christ, the church is sitting here. He said, fill every heart, Lord. Let it become deeper. 
May they lay aside every malice, every every strife, everything that's unlike you, and move up today, Lord. Move up, not just to Calvary, but to Christ, the hope of glory. That the deity of God, the magnificence of God, power of God that's now in our hearts, drawing us out of the things of the world. The magnificent power of God drawing us out of the earth, out of this land, out of Laodicea. Brother Bram goes on to say, into a better land. Maybe you could turn with me to Ephesians 3 and 20. How are we doing for time here? Is anybody's turkey getting fried? Or is your ham getting burnt? (laughs) Ephesians 3 and 20. Can we read it together? Now? Go ahead. Can I read it? Now you listen. I was listening to you. So now I'll read it and listen. Now unto him that's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. The power that has even, I'm sorry, the, of the power. Now, another Greek saying, uh, thought on this is it's the power that's subject then to all things under him. So now this power, this energia, this magnificent splendor of God is a great power. It's a glorious power. It's a majestic power. It's a beauty of power. And it's a power to reveal his august presence. Now, how would we even know, and the prophet preaches a message called unrecognized presence of God. Here, a man of God was used to go around the earth seven times for 33 years, and all they thought he was was a preacher, had a gift of knowledge, nonsense. He was born. Prophets are born prophets. You cannot make a man a prophet. So now here comes a prophet on this earth to now show us, because we didn't even have a clue what the presence of God was. We didn't have a clue. We've gone to different, I remember I was in grade 11 or grade 12, and there's a a Rudd, what was his first name? Brian Rudd, who was an evangelist that came to to Surrey and they they put up a tent up by Surrey Mall there and Surrey Mall wasn't there by the way so that shows you how far back we go and they put up a tent and uh, there was Ian, Ken, Kirk, myself. Now none of us outside of Ken playing in Oregon at the United Church were churchgoers but how did I find myself in a revival? 
because there was nothing else to do. And we sat there, and I looked at it, and in my heart, even though there was something in my heart since a young boy, I wanted God. But I looked around the tent, I could say look around the room, and I could see there was nothing there that filled my deep. And so then as I grew up and went to university, and I, and I thought I could do studies on, on, on religion and Buddhism and Zen Buddhism, or Zenism, or whatever they call it now, I forget, I'm thankful for it. And even, you know, down the streets of Vancouver, they would have the Hare Krishnas and the different incense burners downtown, and I would take their pamphlets and try and read and find God somewhere. Nothing, nothing struck the seed. Nothing. So then I met a fellow at, at, at university, and he was getting baptized at the Baptist Trinity Church up in North or West Vancouver, and invited me to his baptism. And I thought, oh, I'll finally find it. And there they were all in white robes, and they were getting baptized. And I thought, well, this is incredible. I said, this, I've never been around here. But I get into the lobby, and they had ashtrays, and they were lighting up in the church. And I go, now, they ain't got it. They ain't got it. But there was something that was driving us. Driving us to find the power and the presence of God. And then we thought, well, we're trying to find it. And we get this concept, I found Jesus. You never found Jesus. Jesus found you. <laughs> so we get these phony concepts given by phony theology. And they're telling you, oh, I found Jesus. And they had bumper stickers they could put on, I found Jesus. And whatever Jesus they found, I didn't want. But then one day, the magnificence of the power was expressed in a friend of mine that got delivered and set free. And I watched for a year, and I saw the power of God alive. And said something in me, go check it out. And I ended up coming to Bible Way, and I freaked out. Literally freaked out. But in those days, it was only a living room. And they had these glass French doors that they closed when the meeting started. And two big fellows standing at the door. And I wanted to leave so quickly. But the doors weren't open. And as soon as those doors opened, I flew out the door. I jumped in my old beater truck and headed down the street. And Ken running after me, hey! But something started to lodge or shine on the seed. And I said, they got something. And Sister Violet was one of the first ones I saw. Sitting in her little chair, tears coming down her cheeks, worshiping the Lord. And I thought, whoa, this is really something. This is real. This is not phony. This is real. And I came to another service. Then I came to another service. Sister Marnie, I came to 10. I was a hard nut to crack. But the seed was there. I don't care how much. And when I say concrete, I'm talking I had a lot of concrete. But when the word of God came alive, it knocked everything out of my life. 
every desire of the world has gone and never returned. This is called the magnificence of his splendor, of the greatness of his power that can take a chaotic earth and change it into something of beauty. Do you sing, let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me all his wonderful power purity that's all we've wanted nothing but the beauty of Jesus and God saw that seed that was there and by the grace of God could get a hold of a lost soul that was chaotic in his life by the greatness of his power and loose the chains and set me free and if it could do it for me I know it can do it for each and every one of you and it has for the most but for those that hasn't there's a God that's present here right now to change your life change your heart change your desire change your longings change everything within you All you need to do is say, Lord, let me be like Mary. The word, let it be unto me this morning, according to your word. Let the greatness of your power break the change of pornography, cigarettes, booze. Put whatever you want there. It can break it in a moment. All you need to do is say, Lord, let it be unto me according to your word. Musicians, why don't you come? You have the energia, which is the resurrection power of God. You have the exousia, that is the legal right and authority over every situation, power of God. You can have the kratos or power, which is the might and strength of Almighty God. You can have the dunamis, which is not just an explosion, but it's a dynamo. It's infinite power for every situation. You read scripture this morning with me of the greatness of his power, not only towards you, but in you. Now you tell me, do you have a problem? Come on. Come on. No, 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 no. Come on. Come on. Has he ever lost a battle? Where's that power? Hmm? Has he ever been defeated? Never. Where's that power? Is he Jehovah Nissi? Is he Jehovah Nissi? He's my victory. He's your victory. He's the power of God in you. People can't even have enough power in them to open their lips. Can you imagine? No power. You say, well, Brother Tom, what, what, what are you saying? How come? I said, I don't care if you don't open your lips. It's he that cares. Brother Branham, if you go through it, and he says, why don't you just praise him? If he says it, I can say it. He said, why don't you just lift up your hands? He said, because you did that, God's answered your prayers. Mm-hmm. That's right. If you say in the message, not by your feelings, but say what he said. 
you'll have the victory over every situation. But people don't want to dig in the Word. I want to dig in the Word. Hallelujah. Why? Because now I'll close with this. Colossians 1 and 26. Even the mystery that has been hidden from ages and from generations is now made manifest to his saints. Who's a saint? I am. To whom God would make known, to whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery amongst the Gentiles, which is Christ in you. But it also in the Greek says, not only Christ in you, but Christ among you. I thought that was a tremendous thought. I don't know why it wasn't put in into the scripture. But not only Christ in you, but he says he's here. He said, if I've spoken the truth, he's here. If God be for us, who can be against us? He's here. And then he started to go down. He said, you got kidney problems, sister. It's healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Not only is this mystery revealed, Christ in you, but it's now among you. The hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we might present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. May, and I'll end with this last statement, and I'll start with it next week, or two weeks, or three weeks from now. Let the zeal and the passion of this message be your portion. Because I, how many remember that I said, now, the restoration of the word brings restoration of power. How many remember that? That's a quote of the church age book. If this message has been restored or the word has been restored, the power of that word is also restored. Have a zeal. Have a passion to have a walk and fellowship with Jesus Christ. Have a zeal. Have an enthusiasm to pursue what you have been pursued for. That you might apprehend that which you've been apprehended for. Could that be your prayer at the closing of this service, Lord? Awaken the zeal of the Lord within my own heart. I don't want to be a lukewarm Laodicean church member. I want the power and the dunamis and the energy and the kratos of God burning in my soul. With that kind of power, you tell me how Satan can have victory over your life. Tell me. This little broken up message, if you could take what was ministered this morning, would defeat the devil anytime, any place, anywhere. If you could just take that one thought. And we'd be a church victorious and triumphant. And by the grace of God, maybe in the next or next service or so, get into Christ the mystery God revealed. 
that it is the Christ in you, the mystery of God now being revealed that was hid throughout generations, now revealed today in your life. That song, I mean, what was that song? I speak Jesus. Why don't we stand? Do you have the words, Brother Ann? You got it? I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Every soul. 
praise him saints of God he's worthy of all praise this is a house of praise it's a place where we can let off the pressure and glorify the name of Jesus Christ his name is power his name is Jesus Heavenly Father Father God we have a thanksgiving within our hearts for the grace of God that moved over our lives Lord, I look around the room and I see miracle after miracle after miracle. Father God, I just pray that you will move upon your people. Cause such a zeal and a hunger and desire for the things of God. Break every stronghold. Set the captive free this morning. Let the word of God find good ground. Lord, a word traveled throughout the ages and lodged itself within the mind and womb of Mary. Your prophet said Eve first had to take it in her mind and then she went into action. But there's another bride, Lord, in this day. She's taken it in her mind. She's taken it. And Lord, there wants to be an action. The life of Jesus. So, Father, those that have joined with us this morning, we just pray that they can bask in the presence of Jesus Christ, the lovely Lord, the one that has been unveiled through a faithful messenger in this hour, not ashamed to declare that you sent Malachi 4 to not just an age, Lord, you sent it to me. You sent it to each one that's sitting here that's a seed gene of God. We speak Jesus. That's what this message is. Nothing else but Jesus Christ. So, Father, I pray that you'll be with your people as they go their separate ways. I pray that the glory of God will rest upon our children. Bring them into deeper experiences. Those that are unsaved, save them, Lord. Those that need the Holy Ghost, fill them, Father. Wives that need an experience, Lord, get a hold of their hearts. Husbands that need a move of God, would you, Lord, grip their lives. Grip all of us, Lord. We just want more, more, and more of you. Bless your people now, I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, 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 amen. His goodness.
time. Maybe there's somebody here, somebody that God's dealing with. Want to give an opportunity. Say, I might not have understood maybe what you're talking about, Brother Tom, but I want this Jesus to become a reality. And he's running after you this morning. And you want to lift your heart and you want to lift your hands to him and say, Lord, come running after me. Show me yourself. Reveal yourself to me. God bless you, young man. God bless you. God bless you and you. His goodness ran after me, and I'm so thankful that it's still running after. Father, once they taste of this honey in the rock, they won't want anything else. It's like that little girl. When that man ridiculed her and said, why do you go down to that church? There's nothing to it. She said, well, have you gone ever down? No. She handed him an apple. Said, what does this apple taste like? (laughs) But a simple illustration. He says, well, I don't know. I haven't tasted of it. So, Lord, we can speak about this lovely Lord Jesus. If they haven't tasted of it, they don't have a clue what we're talking about. But, Father, would you draw your seed to yourself? Take the chaos out of these lives, Lord. Change their life of upheaval to an Eden beauty. Let the grace of God go before their lives today. Speak deeply to their soul, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, saints of God, and have a a lovely long weekend with your family and friends. Fellowship around the Word of God. Glorify the King of glory, and let that power become revealed in you. Greet one another. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. God bless you.